0: My friend Lou Gellarmino. Lou, congratulations, buddy. How you feeling this morning?
1: Thank you, Sid. Thanks for having us. Wow, what a leading Louie, (laughs) Louie, I haven't heard that song in a while. Put a big smile on my face. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Uh, Well, congratulations. Uh, It comes down as a win. Now, I know you had a minor victory not that long ago, and they took it away from you, and they'll be in the appeals court coming up here trying to do it again. But at least as of right now, 6.51 on this Wednesday morning, the impetus is on Eric Adams to move the migrants out so tell me, how did it be able to get the victory, and do you feel like you're going to keep the win?
1: Well, it felt good. You know, one of the things that uh, we we're really happy about is we, we had a judge, Judge Ozzie, that made a really thoughtful, uh, responsible decision, very well written, a 30-page decision. You know, his decision well went well beyond Staten Island. Not only does the St. John's Villa to get out of there, uh, the judge made a decision to overturn the the New York State so-called right to shelter decree that's been in place for 50 years. And you notice I said decree because it has not been a law for 50 years, and Judge Ozzie saw it as such and overturned it. So now we have a situation which the mayor actually wanted. He has been trying to overturn this right to shelter decree for the last two months. So Judge Ozzie actually gave the mayor exactly what he was looking for. So now the ball is in the mayor and the city's court, and let's see what happens. Well, well you
0: know, it's funny you say that because there are some people that say that Eric uh, Adams kind of confused sanctuary cities with right to shelter. Then he wasn't sure if right to shelter was for just homeless or homeless and migrants. So here's where I'm confused, and I think Eric will join me tomorrow. He has been trying your right to, to remove the right to shelter for a couple of months, but at the same time, at the same time, he keeps going on and on how we must treat these illegals humanely and has gone over the top. He has bent over backwards to treat them better than Americans, than homeless and veterans. So which one is it? Does he want the right to shelter so we can treat the migrants the way he has been treating them, but he's wanted to go away? At that point, you can get those people out of here. Which one does he really want?
1: Well, I think we're going to see that answer today or tomorrow, Sid. If he – the city put in a notice of appeal in our case yesterday. They haven't fully appealed. I think they want to digest the decision and make the right choice and see where they want to go. So hopefully we'll have an answer for that today, and they'll make the right choice and decide, hey – this right to shelter decree was it meant for people from China, from North uh, North Africa, from Venezuela? It was meant, as you said, for our homeless and our veterans.
0: So, if I'm Joanne Ariola, and she represents uh, Queens Rockaway, but Brooklyn as well, we've got Jamie Williams, a Democrat Assemblywoman. She represents Mill Basin and all those parts around Flatbush Avenue in, in Brooklyn. And they are trying to do the same thing. Like you said, it's kind of a New York State thing, not just a Staten Island thing. Why wouldn't they go to their lawyers and have their lawyers use the same ammunition here and just say that right to shelter doesn't work and, therefore, these illegals have no right to stay there? Why wouldn't they just all use what worked for you?
1: Well, hopefully, it will. I mean, in, in the in the Floyd Bennett case, there's the added dimension of it being a federal park and federal lands, so we have to get over that. Or whatever, whatever attorney uh, is 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 handling the case has to get over that hump, the federal jurisdictional hump there. So that kind adds a a legal layer there. Um, so um, I think. What'll happen eventually is everybody will be citing this case though if it doesn't get overturned.
0: I want to play something that Vito Bosella, your borough president, your buddy there, Louis, said yesterday with John Katz Matides on Katz and Cosby talking about the constitutional right of right to shelter, which as you just explained, doesn't exist. It's not even a law. Let me play this, get your remarks, and you tell me how the city can possibly win an appeal against you guys veto cut number nine.
1: The judge really destroyed the whole argument, as I mentioned, with this right to shelter concept. There's no law that uh, stipulates that it should be in place. There's no constitutional right. Uh, so when you go to the appellate division, I'd love to hear the professor's uh, or the judge's opinion on if there's no law in place, what are they going to appeal to? <laughs> this is, there's nothing to hang their hat on, at least on the surface.
0: Sounds like a very good question to me. Now, he's a brilliant guy and a borough president, not a lawyer. You are. But based on the Constitution, based on the law, they don't really have an appeal, do they?
1: Well, let me correct you a second. Sid. Vito is a, a very good friend of mine. We graduated high school together, and we're still dear friends. And he is an attorney. Well, he is. He graduated law school from law school also. And he's absolutely right, just like he is absolutely right about most things, Um there is no New York State constitutional right to shelter. There's, there's a vague reference in the Constitution of New York State that, that, that says, basically, we have to be nice to people that um, are homeless or, or in need. They use the term in need. That doesn't mean, again, that we have to house people from all over the world that just come to us at any time. I mean, it's an absurd notion, and Vito is absolutely right. It is not based in law. It is not based in the Constitution.
0: Sorry, Vito. You are an attorney who knew, so that explains uh, partly why you're so brilliant. Uh, Lou, I do want to ask you then, if the appeal does lose, and it sounds like it will, uh, how quickly does the mayor have to act on getting those illegals out of Staten Island?
1: I would imagine very quickly. The last time we brought the decree, the last time we won two, three weeks ago, uh, we got them out of that very quick. They were on the bus within 24 hours. Um, If the mayor loses, I assume, though, that he's going to take it up one more level to the the highest court in New York State, which is the Court of Appeals in New York State. And I'd imagine we're going to have an argument up there because it is such a landmark decision.
0: But what's the difference? I mean, if there's no constitutional right and no law, whether it's the state Supreme Court or at the city level, what's the legal difference for their side? Doesn't sound like there is one.
1: There is not a legal difference, just a higher uh, appellate court. Uh, Most people don't realize this in New York state. Our highest court is the court of appeals. Most states, the highest court is the Supreme Court. We do it backwards Our lower courts are the Supreme Court, and our higher court is the Court of Appeals. So that's where it looks like. It's such a big, big decision. I think uh, what will happen, I'm, I'm pretty sure will happen, that we'll have to go to the highest court in New York State before it's finalized.
0: You know, as we wrap this up, Curtis Sliwa, who is uh, the face of this revolution, if you will, and... I'm proud of him. I really am. I've been out there three times with him, twice at Floyd Bennett Field and once in the parking lot of Toys R Us in Brooklyn on Flappish Avenue, uh, kind of spearheading this thing for that area. But he's been out there with Creed Moore. He's been there in Brooklyn. He's been on Staten Island a million times. He's been arrested four or five times uh, since this thing started and 80 or 81 times in his uh, Brooks Robinson brilliant career. Uh, but when you look at what Curtis has done and tobacco and Lebedo and Vito and all these folks on Staten Island, Lou, and you, quite frankly, you, Lou Gellarmino, big time attorney, getting this done. How proud are you of your borough?
1: Well, I have to add my partner, Mark Fonte, in there, who's been at the forefront of this and a, and a true American patriot. He really is. I am so proud of Staten Island. You know, we've we've become the butt of a lot of jokes lately. And and one of the things as I was listening to your leading is also we have the Stiller Foundation here in Staten Island that does amazing work. Uh I'm so proud of these guys, Vito Tobacco, my 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 dear friend Vito, um to, to to be at the forefront of true patriotism. Again, we have nothing against these migrants. Staten Island is Just like New York City residents, just like Americans, are charitable people. But there's a limit to our charity. There's a limit to our patience. These migrant situations, this migrant situation in New York City and in America, is just overwhelming us. And we have to put an end to it.
0: Like the mob always says don't confuse my kindness with weakness, Lewis. So, um, So on the way out, a lot of your good buddies, including your best friend, Vito. And Nicole and Joe Borelli and others want to see your borough succeed. You have an opinion on that?
1: It's time, Sid. It's time Sid. it's been a it's been a long time coming. Where we are, a small percentage of the city, but we pay the highest percentage of taxes. We get the least amount of services. We are a small conservative, strong conservative voice for for the state. And and basically we're just getting stepped on on uh, on every end. The state doesn't listen to us anymore, the city doesn't listen to us on it anymore. We have a city council where we're only four out of fifty one, I believe, uh in the representation, uh at the city council, at the state legislature level, it's the same it's the same kind of ratio. It's time for us to determine whether we want to secede and govern ourselves.